For the next month, the show is doing an audience survey so we can learn more about you and make the podcast even better. It's a short three-minute survey that's open to patrons and non-patrons alike. So if you want to check it out, you can visit theshowsamandjoe.com slash survey. listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 141 for April 27th, 2017. This week we talk about earwax and spider bites, pre-dirty jeans, self-image when dating, The Handmaid's Tale, food anxiety, and our drag race updates. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Woo! Yay! Wow, you slacked it. Oh yeah, week. honey. I'm just I am slacked aggressive. It. I'm just taking my multivitamin oh my right now. I'm just chewing ASMR. Well, t- Sam's taking a, his gummy vitamins. You chew them. You have a you take chewy vitamins. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. We live. I in take a, like one a day for men. Um. What are mine? Hold on. I gotta check. Um, probably like Flintstones gummies. Um, excuse you, one a day has a adult gummy vitamin. See, the thing is, did it's you like, know they cost more and they have less vitamins in them? But I don't. But they taste good. Okay, continue then. <laughs> if I if I live in a world where there's adult gummy vitamins, why would I not take them? I think you literally stole that word for word from a tweet that I did three years ago. What? Yeah, that was a tweet that I put out literally three years ago that must have weaseled its way into your subconscious <laughs> because you want to be exactly me. And oh, God. And that's your now. Well, I can't take these anymore because if it's if I'm turning into Joe, I got to really then, check my life. And then, you know what? I grew the fuck up and I started swallowing my vitamins just like I swallow semen now. So Ugh. there you have it. Well... <laughs> I'm going to, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to be you right now. I don't want to be adult Joseph. So I'm going to continue taking my gummies. Um, Real quick. I want to say hey to a viewer, a listener, I guess, named Jacob, who said hey to me in DC this past week. Oh my God. You got sported. I got sported twice, actually. (gasps) Someone, some, one of them. uh, So I was walking to Turgut. On 14th. Turgit. Turgit on 14th. And mm-hmm. um, a girl was like, Joe from YouTube? And I said, uh-huh. And she who? Goes, hi. You said who? And then she just like ran up. <laughs> who? <laughs> and I said, hi, yes. And she was like, oh, hi. Nice to see you. And then she like walked away really fast. I was Bolted. Like, okay. um, I'm sure she only knew. Well, maybe she didn't know me just from my vlog channel. I'm just making assumptions. Mm-hmm. But then I was in a Sweet Green on W Street. Oh, my and, God. And uh, Jacob... Uh, said hello. He enjoys the podcast. Oh so. my god! Thank you so much, Jacob. Hopefully, you never spot me because I'm no near, nowhere near you. So. I hope you are never anywhere that Sam is. Mm-hmm, me too. Basically. Honestly, I I yeah. don't I don't want any more social interaction <laughs> that I can take. But oh my god, you're like hashtag famous. Look at you. No, no. They mm. probably they they listen for you. It's all for you, Sam. Mm, yeah, you know, yeah, I gotta live for something. I gotta you gotta <laughs> have something to live for, even if I'm it's a lie. I'm your biggest fan. Mm. I'm I'm a Sam Ravioli fan. You know, I don't know. I I don't know if that's true, but we're gonna continue on <laughs> with this because I don't know how to deal with with Joe right now. How are you? I'm good. I actually, um, it's that time of the year where... Your yearly period? uh, (laughs) Basically, my (laughs) yearly period that happens to be my ears clogging up. 
So I have oh, to no. remember this is a thing. This is a thing that literally happens like every year. I create too much wax in my ears because I'm like, I don't know, wax for wax or whatever. And then I get water in my ear and then it um, I can't get the water out and then it expands the wax in my ear. So it, pl- it plugs up my ears. And it happened to me uh, like uh, four days ago and I haven't been able to go into like urgent care or whatever and have them fucking flush it out so I can like barely hear out of my right ear. My whole life is like it's like I'm blind. It's like I lost my eyesight only it's it's my hearing. I don't think you understand how senses work. I'm pretty sure that I see with my ears. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Sure. But it's so fucking disorienting. Every time this happens, I'm always just like, ugh. Like, whether I'm, like, listening to something because I have headphones on all the time, whether I'm, like, you know, walking to class or I'm I'm doing editing work or I'm listening to a podcast or watching a movie, I always have headphones on. And so it just feels like that everything's off. So I'm just like, God damn it. So I just, I got to go to urgent care and wait for, like, three hours for have, to have them flush out my ears with this, like, spray bottle ear tool. You can find them on Amazon. They're just expensive. But well, that's my have you life. ever used the like dissolving drops? Like, I have put them in your. They like dissolve everything in your ear. They, and they literally, like, it's like acid. Um, yeah, I, I've tried it once, but it was expired. Ooh, so did it? Did it, it do anything? I don't know because I don't have your your disgusting waxy issue. Literally, you, you don't have I'm my not my wallowing issues. in my own wax. Right, <laughs> I'm not turning into a wax figure of myself. Oh my god! Oh my you god! Just... What if they made a wax figure of you using your own wax? How meta would that be? So meta. So, we gotta get on that. That's so... what we. That's what our wax figures are gonna be. So every time I get my my ear canals flushed out, I'm gonna have to save the wax and like yeah, collect it honey. in a jar save it that's that's pretty disgusting you but like that's the thing it's like i'm probably kink shaming someone look up on google images jar of earwax right now um i'm doing it i think there was some there was some show or something where they made like all of the all of the like staff like collect their earwax like in a Mm -hmm. jar put their earwax in a jar for like years or something and Mm -hmm. they were i remember them saying like it was smelly and gross and like yeah i I mean it's not like actual wax like it's not like the wax that you put in a fucking candle it's just we call it earwax but it's like a mixture of like sebum and gross fucking (laughs) shit what is earwax made of can you burn it I, I bet it would be really bad to burn. I, I, yeah, you think it smells without you burning it? Imagine you the smell of it when you burn it. Why are our bodies so gross? I don't know because because Jesus. See, like all yeah, these pictures of earwax, agree, these Jesus. are all like really wet earwax, and this is my problem. I have really hard earwax. Jar of earwax. You have oh, did you know I sweat yellow? What? What the fuck yeah, is wrong like with you? Yeah, there's like a certain percentage. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Why did I Google this again? There's I mean, certain... I still have it up. I'm not really disturbed that much. I can't close it. Uh, <laughs> there. <laughs> I don't even want to think about you looking at that while you're talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's this like certain small percentage of people who like sweat like yellow. Like what? it's not like, you know how some people like you get the underarm stains on your white T-shirts and those turn yellow over time. Yes. But like my, my sweat is like mostly yellow so and like, like so i can't have white sheets 
Oh I my grew God. up having white sheets and they just yellow over oh time. Oh my God. What? Like for where your body is, they like will yellow from so you. So it, just, it, it you looks know, like sweating. a police outline when you wake up in the morning, only well, it looks it's like yellow. I peed on the bed until I was your like whole 25, body peed. You know? I hate white sheets. That's why I like, but you know, it's it. It has to happen for over a long amount of time yeah. for anything to turn yellow or anything. I'm just imagining yeah. you sweating like string cheese or something. Like it comes out of you like one of it's those Play-Doh like things. Thick. It's just colored <laughs> differently. I don't understand that. I'm pretty sure you sweat string cheese. That's where I'm getting. That's what I'm getting oh here God. is that you actually fucking sweat string cheese, you fucking piece of shit. Have you ever used one of the, um, they're popular in Japan, the ear scrapers? Ear? Yeah, you bought me an ear scraper. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I you, got you one you at sent Daiso. Me one from, yeah, you sent me one from Daiso. I'm just, I'm too afraid to use them because I've heard too many horror stories of people like, of course, they're, they're like idiots. They're like, they jam the earwax into their ear instead of pulling it out and then it like ruptures their eardrum and makes everything well, like 10 times worse. Sure. It's a very specific technique, I think. Yeah, I need like to you, master it. You gotta I, like scoop. Yeah, you like gotta use the cream. scooping. I don't know where I don't know where that is because like you got me one and it's one that's like battery powered and it has like a light at the end of it or some right. weird shit. Right. It was sure. super cute. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere in my room somewhere. I know I still I'm have it. Find it someday. One day. Well, I'll find it exactly when I don't need it. Exactly. But so well, I'll keep you guys posted on my ears. Maybe I'll take. I, mean, I won't take a picture of the earwax. It's like it's it, it's never like it. This is please. it's not this bad. Like it's been way worse in the past. Right now I'm just being a little bitch. But um, I have to get them flushed out. My sister's a nurse now, and I'm seeing her this weekend. And I I texted her and I was like, Hey, you want to flush my ears out? And she just replied, No. So mm-hmm. I have to go to an I don't actual. Blame her. <laughs> I don't blame her. One fucking. She was bit. just like, No. Disgusting. Like, wow, mm-hmm. you're a nurse. You should take Repulsion. care of me. She's like, no. Sure. So I have to right. I have to pay someone. I have to use my insurance and pay someone to fucking flush my ears out. So keep y'all posted. But that's my life. How are your ears, Joseph? Well, my ears are fine, but I have a weird ass bite on my body. Well, What's if we're wrong talking with weird you? medical shit. I don't know what bit me. It could have happened in Arkansas. It could have happened in Chicago or DC. I don't know where or what bit me. I'm thinking it wasn't like a an insect. I think it was a spider. Ooh. Um, but it's like above my right nipple. Like it's up near my clavicle. Maybe and you're just growing a new nipple. I have three. We've discussed that before. I do well, already have three. Maybe you're if growing I grow a fourth four, one. I'm done. I'm ending it. That's it. The game well, that, over for so me. So if you have four nipples, is it like considered udders at that point? Or like what's I'm pretty the... sure Zach Efron has four nipples. Oh. Like look up some Zach Efron shirtless pics. You'll see two dots that go straight down from his other nipples. I'm sure you have pictures of Zac Efron in your room from like four years ago with like strings and it's like a fucking crime scene investigative him. unit. Yeah. It's like I've where's got the him nipples? Up on a cork board with yeah, like literally with lines, like post-it notes and lines. Yarn connecting the dots and stuff. Connecting his nipples. Yeah. Illumin and it like forms like a pentagram and I'm like uh, And then Brinty's the in the middle. Brinty's just hanging in the middle. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, anyway, it's been itching for like five days and it like hasn't necessarily. This is just a great podcast so far. It hasn't I mean, necessarily yeah. gotten worse or better. It's just sort of there. Mm-hmm. So I've been putting like hydrocortisone on it or whatever. I guess it's a little better today. It's I hard s- to look at. Are you looking? Are you trying to look at it right now? Yeah, it's hard to bend my neck like mm-hmm. in that way. But I think it's getting better. It hasn't spread. And so I'm like, well, 
I feel like if a spider, a poisonous spider bit me that close to my heart, I would have already died. Yeah, I feel like that. So, I, I feel like, see, if you if you're going to bite Joe, I feel like you might as well just like do the deed and kill him. Like that's kind of like a pussy move where you're just kind of half ass the job as the spider when everyone wants you dead anyway. So I don't know why they just didn't bite sure. you in the heart. Well, maybe maybe it's they couldn't true. find your heart. Maybe that's true. It's probably because you can see my heart beating outside of my body. Though. Top ten things I never want to see in my life. But <laughs> what I was going to go to, where I was Actually, going. <laughs> if you stare at my chest because I'm so skinny, you can see it moving. I'm pretty sure that the spider <laughs> couldn't find your heart in Arkansas because you left it in D.C. Oh my god, that's so emotional. <laughs> oh god, I want to kill myself. I found a spider today on my outside my window on the eighth fucking floor, and I was like, "How did you climb this?" Like it was on the outside of it was like on the screen or whatever. It's, and I was like, "These bitches are coming after you. They know they who you are. are. They're coming. They know for where me. you live." Come for me, spiders. Yes, queen, come yes, for me. Queen, come for me. I'll be ready. I'll have a fucking out. Poison myself along with you. I go down with this shit. Let me tell you. So I was. I'm still going out with this. It's the same boy. This tattoo boy. And we've we've been going out. It's very casually. But I told him the story about you in Arkansas with that spider that was like circling your bed with broken legs. The literal shark spider. And he was like, "What the fuck is that?" (laughs) So that's a good story. You should tell that story to people because that is horrifying. But these spiders are coming after you left and right. Like I don't know what you did. I don't know what you did to their families. But uh, it's probably not good. I don't so, know. I think you it's gotta because, watch like, I'm finally, like, the happiest I've ever been in a long time. And so something's got to go wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's got to. How the um, fuck does a spider end up on the eighth floor? Like, how much does know. this bitch want to really, work to well, get up there? it was really windy, too. Like, I was like, what? how did you do this? Maybe was it, it outside your window? Yeah, it was on the outside. And it continued. I watched it crawl all the way up my window and head for the ninth floor. So... Good luck well, to those people. I, well, yeah, I guess it wasn't going after you. It had other people on its, on its list to go after. But. Speaking of, oh my God, speaking of relationships. Oh my God, speaking of you and your best relationship ever. Oh my God, what? Um, what? No, I was, I was thinking. So when you're going out with somebody, mm-hmm. do you think more? Because, okay. I was thinking about like dating and stuff like that. And like how I used to date compared to now. Yeah. And I feel like um, when I was younger, I would think of how I how much I like the person. And mm-hmm. now I think how much I like who I am when I'm with the person. So it's more self-centered. Well, it's not necessarily self-centered. I think that's how you should think. Mm-hmm. Because you know how we're like different people. This is just thoughts, random thoughts that came into my mind today. Because when I was with my man, I was like, I really like who I am. Yeah, when I'm it's like oh, like this person. Yeah, it's like the, this know? person's making me a better person. Yeah, and so like oh my in God. my in previous relationships, I've been like, oh, I really like this person, and I completely ignored the fact that I was a fucking psycho and I yeah, hated myself crazy. every second I was around them, you know. Well, maybe you like, didn't want to think about how you were acting, other. so instead you were projecting and you were like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to think about the other person and obsess over them to, like, default the fact that I'm right. acting insane. Right. But you're what like, oh, you... my God, like, I'm great. Like, I I'm, I'm I feel so happy and my life is, like, incredible and I just feel like I'm a great person. I should, it is really nice, though, like, when you're with someone and you're like, 
wow, you like make me a better person. We're like, you don't, not that they make you a better person, but you want to be a better person when yeah, you're with them, you know? Totally. It's nice. What do you, like when you're dating, what are your like things to consider? Do you consider more them or do you consider more yourself? I think it depends. I mean, like I haven't, I don't think I've dated nearly as much as you. And like, I'm, I don't think I'm in a, in a relationship as, as intense and like, you know, my, the relationship that I have right now is still very casual where like you were like, in, you are in it to win it, Henny. You are like, it sounds like you're like on cloud nine, which is incredible. But I, Totes. I don't know if I, I think it definitely depends on each relationship that you're in. I feel like the, the relationship that I'm in right now, I'm just kind of like enjoying the ride, I guess. I'm not really overanalyzing or I, I guess I really haven't thought about like how I think about myself in those situations or if I'm thinking about them more than I'm thinking about me. I don't you just know. hate I, yourself all the time. Well, yeah, you know, you, no when matter you're like who me, you're with. Yeah, see, it's just it's a constant just self-loathing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I I don't know. I thought something I'll have to think about next time I'm I'm with this boy that I'm dating is like, do I? Because I know I feel like really good when I'm around him, but I don't know if it's if it's if I'm thinking that oh wow this person is making me a better person in the situation. Yeah, I, I don't think know. it's very interesting. I think it's like the more you. I don't even know if it's necessarily the more you date or the more you just know who you are. Maybe it's just clicking with the right person. Maybe, yeah. It's I don't just, know. I don't know. I think it's, if I think in a lot of situations that we're in, like whether it's friendships and stuff, like like I think the people we become friends with, they become our best friends because we like who we are when we're around them. Not agreed. necessarily that we like everything about them, but like we're our best when we're with them. Yeah. And I wish people like looked at that more than just whether or not they like someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's just, this was just a random thought I had this week. You're just so Thank quirky, you. but, uh, but honestly, I'm just that's, so, that's like, a re- introspective. That, yeah. That's, that's a really good thing to kind of analyze is cause I don't really, I don't think I've ever really thought about it that way in mm-hmm. that sort of sense. So I'm, I don't know. I guess I'll have to ponder it over a bit. I, I guess I don't know. And maybe it's it's just because that the feelings that I'm feeling right now are are not super intense and they're very casual still. Right. And it's it's nothing that I I Well, I don't feel think it like, even has to be serious in order yeah. to think about it. You know, you just like you're with them and you're like, do I like who I'm being right now? Do I do I like that I'm able to make these jokes? Do I like mm-hmm. that I'm relaxed or you know oh, yeah. not relaxed? Oh, uh, let me tell you, when when you're dating and you're on antidepressants, it is so easy to relax, in my opinion. Like I just like all the anxiety that I had before when I was like dating people and whatever. Cause like here's something that I realized when I was dating my ex-boyfriend in New York, like fucking four hundred years ago. I would be so anxious all the time that when we went out to eat, I physically could not eat because I felt sick all the oh time. Oh my god, me too. Yeah, and that like, is something that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, I used to go to restaurants with friends, and they would get their food for there, and I would get mine to go and Same. sit with them, and then like when I I would go home and eat alone. And the thing because, is, is, like, like I, I thought could something not was wrong eat. with me. Like I, because like I, the, the the weird thing about it is because I didn't feel anxious in the moment. But like, I just, I couldn't like, I, I, I literally, it, it wasn't a thing about me eating in front of them. Like it wasn't anything about that. It was like, I physically felt sick and I could not eat 
And it was like, and I, I had no idea what it was. I thought it was something weird with my stomach. Like, I yeah, thought. Yeah, I like, went to like doctors. Yeah. Like, who like, you know, stuck cameras down my throat and like, oh my God, you know. hot. Yeah. Like, and then it, fucking... it turns out that it was completely like subconsciously anxiety driven. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the anxiety was triggered by, but like That's once I got in, we are. on in like an antidepressant or whatever, something that could calm me the fuck down just in general overall, that has not happened to me since. It hasn't happened to me in like two years. And I was like, whoa, I didn't really, I didn't realize that that was the cause of it until like a year later when I was like, wow, like I've gone on dates with boys and I've gone out with people and I haven't had this like food anxiety thing that was always a thing throughout my entire fucking life. Like it wasn't, it wasn't even just going out with a boy. Like this would happen at family dinners. I wouldn't eat very much or, you know, going out with a bunch of people I didn't know um, that that would happen all the time, even just with family. Like, if I was just having a stressful day, I just couldn't eat, like, if I was in public or something. It was different when I was at home, though. It was just, it was a public, anxiety-driven food thing that doesn't happen to me anymore. And I was like, damn, glad that Mm -hmm. fixed itself. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Or whatever. I didn't even realize, like, that that was... Me being anxious until after I started an- taking antidepressants. Exactly. Like, like, I, I, like, I, I had, I, it didn't even cross my mind that it was something that was like mentally the mm-hmm. problem. I thought it was like a physical problem, like something physically was wrong with my like digestive tract or something. But it was like, damn, Tense. it was that serotonin girl. Had to get more of it. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm fine. Ah, miracles. God bless modern go. medicine. Am I right, ladies? God bless it. Speaking of modern medicine, what? Let's talk about modern fashion. Uh, I am I am totally fashionable. I have a so have you seen these new jeans on Nordstrom? Do you remember when they were selling that rock? We talked oh. about them that rock or whatever. <laughs> I think we they talked were about selling. that for a couple weeks. Uh, now they're selling pre-dirtied jeans um, for four hundred and twenty-five dollars. They will go ahead and put. Well, they're selling this pair of jeans. That has, um, let me read the description to you. Uh, workwear that seems some hardworking action with a crackled, caked on, muddy coating that shows you're not afraid to get down and dirty. They're heavily distressed jeans, rugged Americana so rugged. workwear, it says. Literally, like it's mud on, it's is literally mud on jeans. I don't know if it's paint or if it's like here, I'll send you the fucking picture, but it's um, like actually mud on these jeans. So and like, uh, All of these people uh, were so mad. Like people, um, let's see, this one guy wrote a this Facebook post about it, about help. you know, he was just, he was very upset about it. He said, <laughs> um, they're not even fashion, they're a costume for wealthy people who see work as ironic. And I, I mean, like, it's kind of accurate, honestly. Yeah. That, that's kind of, that's kind of fucking real. That's hitting it close to home. It's like, shit, that like fucking hits the nail on the head. That's like how rich people see us. So like, okay. I mean, not seeing me. I don't, I don't wear mud cake jeans, so I can't talk like I wear mud cake jeans or something. Um, I come from a small town where probably basically everyone wears mud cake jeans. I'm getting, jeans. I, I, I'm going up to a cabin this weekend to like help put a new sink in, in the middle of like central eastern Montana. Why? These are what my jeans are going to look like at the end of the like week. Like this is exactly what my jeans are going to look like. And I'm not spending $425 for this. I'm looking at other jeans on Nordstrom's and they're looking like they're coming in at around like $200. So are you paying an extra $225 for mud 
on Nordstrom jeans. Well, I think jeans. that's the brand thing too. Like I, they've got jeans anywhere from you know like eighty to like you know eight hundred. Okay. Um, so but like, okay, I, don't, I think if, that's just like the typical for this uh, brand. Fucking two hundred to four hundred. I swear to God. Um, yeah, but I, free shipping. Oh, see, free okay. shipping. You got me. You gotcha. got me. Gotcha. They look bad though. Like if they I do, saw they someone don't look wearing good. these, no. Like I would, I would. Like if if I saw someone outside wearing these, I like would not. I want to touch them. Yeah. No. Like not um, that I like touch everybody I see in public. But, I mean, what? But like this, I would be like they might smell. I think I would think this person might smell. So okay, my first question is: What's the process? Of getting this mud on the jeans. Where is this mud from? And what happens when you wash your jeans? I mean, yeah. I know I, I know a lot of people like I don't wash my jeans for like months unless I get something on them. And then I then I do like a, a jean load in the laundry when I'm like, I need to wash all my jeans. So like, do these just turn into regular old jeans <laughs> well, when you I wash them the first time? Or it's gotta be paint or or like cause it says a caked on muddy coating. Okay. And so, like, when you zoom in, mm-hmm. it looks like smashed into the jeans. This is of. investigative journalism. It, just, it looks like someone shit all over you. Like, honestly, what it, honestly it does. Looks like it looks like caked on shit. Looks yeah, like, in I like would all be the wrong places. Yeah, literally, look at the back view. It's in the crack. Like there is it shit is. down the crack on both butt cheeks. I mean, like, it looks like you shit while sitting down and like and then wiped it on your ass. It. Yeah, incredible. Well, I mean, you know incredible. what? If this is what rich white people want to look like, then more power to them, I guess. Yeah, I don't. Four hundred and twenty-five dollars for shitty jeans. Well, this wow. brought me to another like it's a highly debated topic Ooh. in jean wear. Oh, okay. Um, do you? What do you think of distressed denim in general? Because, like, it's coming back in. Like, when I was in high school, shredded jeans were all the rage. Like, in 2005, 2006. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody had them. You got them at, like, Abercrombie and Fitch. And Mm -hmm. they just looked completely destroyed. But the thing is with some of that denim is, like, it'll be distressed, but it'll have, like, sewing done around the edge of that. So, like, the hole's not going to get bigger. Yes, exactly. Some of them don't have that, but some of them do. And over time, it is going to like, like if it has little fibers going across it, those are going to get like fucked up in the washer mm-hmm. and dryer over time or whatever. But a lot of people were really against them because they were like, why would I pay for jeans that already have holes in them? Like, exactly. You know, that's like what all of our parents were saying. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Then. So like, what are your opinions on one? I want to know what you think of them just like as fashion. Mm-hmm. And then like two, do you buy them? Would you pay money for jeans that already have holes in them? Okay, so I because I feel like this is similar. Yeah, I, I feel like this this is similar ish. Although I I do I am going to go with you in the in the um, aspect that the distressed jeans are ripped in a sense where, like you said, there's usually with good distressed jeans that I've worn. I mean, I haven't worn like distressed jeans like that since like literally when they were back in fashion. I feel like in the you know like in like 2004, 2006. Is that kind of around the the range. Yeah, it was around like mid 2000 2010-ish. Yeah, like I had pairs of jeans bec- uh, like those because they were in fashion and those were like the thing that you fucking wore. Um, I feel like that that's, I, I definitely feel like it's around the same area as these fucking poopy ass muddy jeans. 
Um, I don't mind them. I feel like that I I enjoyed wearing them because they were in fashion back in like, you know, 04, 06. I haven't had a pair of jeans like that for a long time, mainly because that I feel like they just completely went out of fashion. Right. I mean, that's kind of how I felt about it. Like everyone that I was around, they weren't wearing them anymore anymore. I wasn't wearing them anymore. But the I think the the thing about me is that I was younger when those jeans were in style. So I grew out of them anyway. So when I needed to get new jeans, those were out of style anyway. So I, it's not like that I could go back and wear the same pair of jeans that were distressed uh-huh. and go out in public and be like, oh, this is completely out of style. It's because I was continuously buying or my parents were continuously buying me new clothes because I was growing. Um, and so I just kind of grew into jeans that didn't have uh, manufactured rib holes in them. But there's a difference between like when you have an old pair of jeans and you fucking rip a hole in the crotch. Every time you sit down, that hole's going to get bigger. Like with right. distressed jeans, th- like you said, they're like they they're usually there aren't holes in the crotch. Um, but no, they're holes like in- usually knees, thighs, and calves. Yeah, and I feel and like, like that pockets. they're 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 constructed in such a way where like they don't rip more with regular use, right? I feel right. like that they'll. Like you said, with with wear and tear, the holes will probably get bigger and they'll probably get worn down a little bit. So you have more of a chance of the of the holes breaking and, and, you know, getting larger or whatever. But that's it's I feel like that having a pair of jeans that you rip yourself um, compared to a pair of jeans that are pre ripped and designed that way. I feel like the ones that are designed that way are going to last longer because they're designed with those in mind and the ones that you're wearing that you ripped yourself are just going to continue falling apart, I guess. I don't know. So you would not wear them now, though, now that they're like coming back in style now. Well, I mean, if they really came back in style, like I if and everyone else is wearing them, I probably would wear them, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That is, so, <laughs> I mean, if it's in style, then people so wear them. Your fashion is heavily dictated by others is what you're saying. T- oh, totally. I have no totally. personal fashion sense. Like, are you like now? I feel I've like nothing. my fashion sense is boring. Like, really? Yeah, like I don't, I actually really hate distressed denim and I mm-hmm. hate that it's coming back. Not that, like I like, I don't mind scuff marks on jeans, like, you know, manufacturer yeah. scuff marks or like abrasion jeans or stuff like that. But like when mm-hmm. it's an actual hole, like there are those ones that have the slits all the way up from like uh, mid uh, thigh to like all the way down. And I just oh, think it yeah. looks so weird when you sit down the way it, yeah. they, like, they like flap out and stuff. And then it's just, I don't know. It just, they're like jeans stretch marks. Yeah. It's weird. They, well, they just don't, I don't feel like they fit your body right after they have that many holes in them. Like they just sag. And mm-hmm. I don't know. When it comes um, to comfort, maybe I I'm just do, old now. I do like non-distressed jeans way more. I don't I don't know yeah. if it's just because that I've worn non-distressed jeans probably more in my life than I've worn distressed jeans because I was pretty young when they were in fashion and now and they haven't really been in fashion for a long time. But I feel like that like a dark pair of like either like dark black jeans or really really dark blue jeans will never go out of fashion for me. I just I really like I like dark jeans and I feel like they're really comfortable to me um compared to Ones that are pre-ripped. I don't know. I see it's it's one of those things where I'd have to see, you know, ask me in 10 years when they're really like back in fashion. Oh, they'll be out again in 10. Well, I mean, I don't know. When were they? Let's see. They were in fashion 10 years ago. Yeah. Maybe they'll be in for a couple and then out for 10 again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. See, like that's one of the things where I don't think I could. I don't think I can predict whether or not I'd be gung ho about them all over again because 
I I didn't really I don't know. I think I wore them by default because they were in fashion and my parents bought them for me back when they I, were in fashion. I like do not understand some of the men's fashion these days. And I feel like mm-hmm. so fucking old saying that, but I hate I just don't understand the kids. I hate it. Well, I do. Like I feel like I look good. I wear like this sort of generic. I usually have a t shirt, skinny jeans, and it's so I generally easy. wear chucks. It's great. It's you and know, it's, it's comfortable. It's comfortable. I think everybody looks good in it. But then yeah. they're like the whole guys are wearing these shirts that are like as like dressing gowns. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what is oh, this? Yeah. Like, like I want my I want my clothes to somewhat show off the shape of my body. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you just look like you're getting ready to like go to a sleepover in like third grade when you wear that. Yeah, and exactly. I just can't get on the trend of that. Like these huge baggy long shirts and I just don't get it. I don't get the trend. I don't think they look good on anybody. And I'm sorry if that's your thing. I'm sorry you've chosen to look bad in fashion. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry you've chosen to look horrible. <laughs> but that's your choice and you have the right to make it, goddammit. But like I live just like three stops from uh, a university and so I see a lot of college kids around here and I like study their fashion. And, and that's I'm like, the fashion. Yeah, everyone's doing it and I'm like, stop it. Quit you it. Stop that. Quit it. Quit. I just want to be like, let me take you to Target and I'll get you a sensible, nice fitting T-shirt and a pair mm-hmm. of either straight leg or skinny jeans. And we'll just exactly. go out about our day and you'll look like a nice young fellow. Oh, God. Straight leg jeans, girl. I will, I just I went, will wear straight leg jeans. That's the only straight part about me. I'll wear them till I die. I love them so much. I'll wear skinny jeans till I die. Forever. Well, I mean, you wear like quad zeros or whatever. Like you literally <laughs> uh, two chopsticks. Okay. <laughs> We're not there they yet. Have, they don't make quad zeros yet. Yeah, um, until until you come about. I just went on a shopping spree at Target in DC. The kids section. So I I wear a youth large. Mm-hmm. And they have the cutest stuff. This like this this certain I think the the brand is called like Chloe and Jack or Cat and Jack or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I walk into the store and first thing I notice is one of the mannequins is wearing my one of the children's mannequins is wearing my outfit. I was like, <laughs> okay, that's a good sign. Well, okay. Here we go, y'all. <laughs> so then I just proceeded to buy three more shirts from the kids section. It's so great and it's so cheap. They were seven dollars each. The shirts that's what's that I got. So easy about like about shopping at like Target or something, and you find a style that really fits you. Is that yeah. shit is like like factory made in China, like that shit's going to be cheap and easy. Well, to everything's get. made in China. Some of it's just hiked up, you know. Yeah, exactly. So. Right. It's great. I was like, I, I probably haven't really revamped my spring summer wardrobe in like literally two years. Like, well, I just if you don't, don't need do to, then summer. you don't need to. Well, like, if, it, I, if it's I've right, needed it's right. To I just hate short sleeve shirts, but I'm like. Yeah. Because I hate my arms. I'm, they're just too twiggy. But I'm like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm going to show off my arms. You just need to go lifting or whatever. No. Um, I don't like, understand I'm exercise. okay with my arms, but like I'm afraid other people aren't okay with my you're, arms. You're afraid you're going to poke someone's eye think. out. Right. It's true. My mm-hmm. elbows are very pointy. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. It's a problem that we always need to address. And I hope that other people can empathize with Joseph with having pointy Thank elbows. You. Thank you. You always have my back. Mm-hmm, I do, but you know, I, I can't stop looking at this person's backside with this with these poop marks. I need to close out of this Nordstrom tab. That's what I. Four hundred twenty-five dollars. Oh, I thought you were just looking at your general porn tabs. Oh no, 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 <laughs> honey. That's that's like Sam's porn tab three years ago. Like I'm Ew, way past you were into that. Poop porn. No. Uh, 
You were into poop porn. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. I'm not poop here to porn. kink shame, but I'm here to kink shame. Well, um, speaking of kink shaming, let's talk about RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, speaking of kink shaming, let's talk about we're drag race. shaming in general. Megan, uh, reply, Megan Trainer. Okay, so first of I'm all. I'm so mad. Um, okay, if anyone should have been eliminated, it should have been Megan Trainer for having a fucking unicorn onesie on RuPaul's Drag Race. That is unforgivable. Just the fact that she was even invited is unforgivable. Like, what the fuck? What is she doing there? Like, why the f- Who said it? Who thought it was a good idea to bring Megan Trainer? To like a RuPaul's she didn't really Drag Race. Even say anything anyway. Any, I'm kind of like, glad that they, you know, if she said anything, they cut most of it out, or maybe she didn't say anything at all. Uh, she like, was boring, and I thought her outfit was very disrespectful. Honestly, yeah. like I just thought it was straight up, like it's pajamas, and I was yeah, like, this literally. is disrespectful. This is a drag competition. People dress up for this shit. Like people yeah. put a lot of time in this, and it just seems like you're taking it like it's a joke. Exactly. And, you know, and like there's there's fun in drag. Like I'm not saying the drag is 100% serious, but I feel like that she is like wearing a unicorn onesie. It's it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like I felt like she was there as a joke. Like she was like, haha, like I'm going to wear pajamas to this thing. Yeah, it's like, like you guys are dressing up as girls. So I'm going to like dress up like something funny, too, that I shouldn't dress up as all the time. Yeah, it's like, what? I don't what, know. What She's do you mean by awful. this outfit, Megan? Uh, as far as the episode went, um, hated it. Hate everything. <laughs> Hate all the queens. Hate them. Vote them off. What I say every week. Vote them off the island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Alexis mm-hmm. is just consistently beige. <laughs> that, that's a very most, good, very good phrase. Yes. Most boring person I think I've ever met. And she's always like, I'm getting a lot of this from Untucked too. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, when she was playing the, pl- the blame game in Untucked. Yeah, it's like, why did y'all see that I looked y'all pedestrian? Why did wear this? I'd be like, bitch, first of all, it's competition. It's not my job. Yeah. And fuck you. Second of all, like, you have two eyes. Like, look at your outfit. Yeah, look at yourself. You should have known that's (laughs) fucking basic as shit. Everyone else is wearing glitter, and you are looking like you were shopping at, like, fucking TJ Maxx. No, she looks like she was shopping at a dumpster behind the Goodwill. She looks like she was, like, shopping for, like, I don't know. Some like high school dance or yeah, like middle, junior really high dance. Yeah, it was really pedestrian. It's, and the fact, just okay, see, it's one thing to like, okay, admit that your outfit, outlook was, or your outfit, whatever, Outlook Express outfit was pedestrian. It's one thing to admit that, but like she didn't. She tried to like project it and blame it on the other girls. It's like, I know, it was what so weird. sort of universe are you living in right now where you think that it's the other girl's fault for not pointing out your pedestrian basic ass outfit, bitch? God, everyone was complaining about that in Untucked. Rightfully so. Like, people were livid over the fact that she was, you know, trying to... And the to... fact that she would not let Pheromone, like, go practice the song. She was like... Pheromone was Could like... Could you come I over don't... here? She was like, I don't have really have anything to say about this. I gotta go practice. And she was like, yeah. I'm not done. Just yeah, like, it's like... Okay. It's like, I didn't know this was a fucking AA meeting where we all had to stick around, bitch. Like, what is this? It was just... I don't know. She brought me the wrong way. I was really... Um, Let's see. What else did I write down? Oh, my God. During the selfie challenge at the very beginning, it looked like they were taking the photos with, like, a f- camera phone from, like, 2001. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why every photo was blurry. It was, like, literally like an iPod camera from, mm-hmm. like, eight years ago. Yeah, like, the first generation iPod awful. touch was the only thing that Logo could afford, apparently. So bad. And I don't really understand why Alexis even won that challenge. I feel like she it was just won, a crapshoot. Right? It's I, yeah, I don't. Who cares about the mini challenges? I feel I like that it's, no it doesn't fucking matter. 
I feel um, like it's just to like have something to have not not have any dead air, just something to fill shit in, I guess. And then was it Nina this week who was just upset a bit like whining the whole time? Well, yeah, she was like, I wanted to be Black China. And uh, and then Shea Coulee got issued Black China from Alexis because she issued all the girls, whatever. And Nina Bonita Brown, God bless her. But she complains every fucking episode. I, I like her drag. I feel like that she's a very interesting character. I feel like she has very interesting artistic aspirations. But bitch, she thought this shit was a conspiracy. It was like, OK, A, it is a competition. So bitch is going to stab you in the back. But B, like... Don't complain. You have to work with what you got. So if you're complaining about how you didn't get this role and you were issued a different one, you're going to be seen in a completely bad light if you like pout and are pissed off instead of working and figuring out in your little brain of yours how to work with what you have and what you were issued. And I feel like that all that she was doing is complaining that she didn't have Black China when she should have just made who was she? She was issued Chloe or someone, one of the Kardashians. She could have made that Kardashian, you know, even better. I feel I don't I didn't like this, this challenge. They always do a musical challenge every year. Um, I feel like this one just didn't it didn't work out very well. It was probably because that the the three people who were who were so I liked uh, the like actual musical part. I thought it was funny, but it was yeah, just yeah, like was, blah. Like yeah, I mean, exactly. just because of them. Yeah, like, I feel I, like, like I didn't like cuckoo. I will never forget and remember her name. She just Cynthia Lee Fontaine, Cynthia, whatever. Yeah, she was she, Kim. It was horrible as Kim. And yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't good. I didn't think very many people were the correct characters. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, when yeah. when Shea Coulee steals the show as Black China, who literally isn't a Kardashian. She's like a fucking side character with Rob who doesn't even like a thing anymore because they got like they broke up or whatever. Like she is like D-list in Kardashian world compared to the Kardashians. When Shea Coulee comes out and fucking owns it as Black China and she steals the show, that says so much about how all the other queens were acting because the Kardashians supposed to be like a big characters. I mean, one thing that I did like Alexis doing was that she pulled out the um, the mom card for um fucking i can't remember her name mom kardashian oh chris jenner chris yeah for chris like i feel like jenner was good i think she could have played it up a little more but like the fact that she was like the only reason i lost this week overall was because of this dress and i was like bitch mm -mm, no no the only reason why you lost this week is because everyone else did really bad and shea coulee was like way better than you yeah like that's why you lost bitch like get get your shit together so the lip sync was okay no the um the runway challenge was like faux fur fun or something like like fluffy something i don't even know what it was half the queens weren't even wearing fur they were wearing like blankets or i don't think it was fur was it wasn't it like fluffy I don't. I thought it was supposed Puffy? to be faux fur. Maybe it was faux fur. Maybe I just didn't listen. I don't know. I mean, a lot. Most of the queens didn't fucking listen either. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt that Shea Coulee's was the only one that fucking stand, stood out to me. I felt like the Valentinas was very nice, but it was more of like an. I, she had like a snake dress with a snake necklace, and then the the fluff, the faux fur was like an over the shoulder kind of afterthought thing. Um, but I felt I felt like it was really good too. But I felt like the Shea Coulee definitely. She had a really great outfit it was funny it was like monster themed it was neon like the fluff worked she was like she killed it there yeah hers was the only one i remember i like well aside from eureka 
Yeah, I Eureka's, did like hers. It was a bunch of a lot. Yeah, hers yeah. was like there was so much going on. At least it was something to look at. With the other queens, it was like I felt like that the the fur was a complete afterthought. With Eureka, it was literally everywhere. You could not miss it. Yeah, it was like on her shoulders. It was on her pads. It was on her legs. It, you couldn't get away from the fur. Speaking it was literally of all around. So she went home. Yeah, Eureka went home. And Were not you surprised because she at was all? bad or anything. Well, part I I don't. I guess I was a little surprised when Rue called her name at the end. I was like, ah, oh, they're going to send her home. But yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad they did. And I'm glad that they invited her back for I next I feel like that was season. a good move. That was a yeah, really good move of them. Yeah, because now she's got a second chance. She won't have to be around Trinity. I hate Trinity. Mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. all of them. Literally yeah. all. I even hate Eureka, <laughs> but I'm glad she's getting a second chance. God, I hate them all. I, Valentina gets on my last fucking nerve. Oh, yeah. And, I, and Alexis is just boring as fuck. There's some I still don't even know their names. Mm-hmm. And that's when you know. <laughs> that's when you know. And, and it's, still an inter- it's still entertaining as fuck, but it's but just like, like exactly. not Can, as c- creative as I feel yeah. like it could be if there were other queens on it. This is not as, this is definitely not the most interesting season that no. there has been. Like, this is not the most captivating. The, you know, the, you don't have the biggest personalities here. Everyone's kind of flatlining for mm-hmm. me, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'll still watch it. Like, I love Drag Race, whatever, but it's not, it's nothing like how I felt with season four or season eight or even like season six I really enjoyed. Um, it's, it's more of like a season seven to me. I don't know. Hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so who was lip syncing? It was Pheromone versus Cynthia Lee Fontaine, right? Right. And there was some drama there because like Pheromone started in Austin and mm-hmm. Cuckoo was the only one who took care of her. I'm just going to call her Cuckoo. Yeah, that's fine. My life. Literally, her, um, literally her name. And there's drama, and I was just like, send them both home, y'all. That's why at first when Rue walked off, I was like, Rue's asking the director if she can send both of them home. Exactly. Rue's like, can I just get a new batch of girls, please? Can we just like bring in a fresh batch? Walk out of this building. Can you drop the bomb on this building while I walk out of here? Yeah. Can I leave, please? Fucking leave. Can we? I feel like it should have been a triple elimination between. <laughs> it should have been a triple elimination between Pheromone, who I don't know, she's just whiny, um, Cuckoo, who cannot fucking lip sync anything ever. She can never get the lyrics right, and Megan Trader. I feel like they should have just put Megan Trader on a stretcher and like wheeled her out of the building. Can somebody she should not please tweet RuPaul and ask and say, but both of us need to be judges on the next season? Yeah, me who knows nothing about fashion and just likes drama. And then Joe, who knows something about fashion, actually has a fashion degree and hates literally everyone. Yeah. I think we would be good judges. I think we could even direct. Judging is so easy. um, Well, you know how like sometimes the judges work with them in the challenge? I think we could Mm -hmm. totally do that. As long as it's not like. Podcast challenge or a music challenge or. Yeah. Something where like I can help them with lyrics. You can help them with music. It's like we are the whole package. Exactly. Hire us. Hire us. Come on, Rue. Yeah, exactly. We, we you, love you, you. You. We don't need you. You need us. Rue need us. Rue need us. Um. Yeah. Overall, whatever. It's it's Drag Race. I'm I'm rooting for Shea Coulee. That's who I'm rooting Same. for. I think I'm finally rooting for someone, and I think it's Shea Coulee. Yeah. Agreed. I don't. I just. Uh, there you have it. Uh, uh girl. We'll I just. I need. I need. An, I need an all stars three. That's what I need. I need you to bring. I need them to bring back big personalities with big style. You know, big creative choices, big risks. Sure. You know, girls who know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't sure. know. 
Sure. It's kind of this is RuPaul's Drag Race Amateur Hour with season with this season. Yeah. Season nine. Well, there you go. Ta da! Bye, Eureka. Bye, Eureka. I'll see you next season, girl. Uh, you ready for some favorite things? I'm so ready for some favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. So, Jal. Yeah? Besides yeah. hating everyone on RuPaul's Drag Race, what's your favorite thing this week? Oh, my God. It's K-pop. <gasps> what? So, my favorite. So, aside from Taeyeon. Taeyeon's, like, my probably my favorite solo artist. Mm-hmm. But she didn't start out solo. So, my favorite, like, always solo artist is IU. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, she came out with a new album this week called Palette. Oh, my God. And I really, really love it. It's the first one in, like, a couple years when she released 23. Um, but this album's called Palette. The lead single is also called Palette. And G-Dragon uh, is a guest on it, which is he's really, really good. Uh, my favorite songs on the album are Palette, uh, Blackout, and Jam Jam. Ooh. Jam Jam. Those are the good ones. And then the rest are the, the rest are mostly like ballads, which is good because like she's an amazing singer. Yeah. But those are like my favorites. They're like sort of like I don't know. Palette is about obviously I don't speak Korean, so I've looked up, you know, what it means. And it's about in it she says like I'm 25 and I like it. I know who I am a little bit more. Like I'm not afraid to do these things and I know that you hate me, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you go girl. Cause yes, she's been rebel. in some, you don't need no man. Like I use sort of has always fought against the, this is how women in Korea. This is how women Korean idols are supposed to be. And this is ah. the things they get criticized for. And she's always been like, you know, I don't really care. And, Because her her, her last album, she talked about being a fox disguised as a bear, disguised as a fox, or what? It was was very like introspective, you know. Mm -hmm. Very introspective. Very introspective. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. uh, she always makes these little jabs at the public. In oh my god, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Or jabs at her critics, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, check it out. IU Palette. Uh, There's a music video for Palette. Go check it out. Totes oh good. my god! I'll have to. What kind of is it? Is it like pop music? Like what is it? Uh, it's pop. Uh, it's more. It's like slow jam, sort of okay. like palette is at least like maybe a little R and B in there, and then jam jam and blackout. They're more up tempo, but they're sort of like like low instrumental up tempo. Like I think blackout has like an electric guitar at some point. It's really like. Kind of old schooly in some Interesting. ways. Yeah, it's very nice. Her voice is the most prominent on each track, kind of like with Adele. Like, gotcha. Adele's got some good backing um, instrumentals and stuff, but like her voice is always the loudest, and yeah, I use voice is always it's the, the loudest. most pre- present right. instrument is her voice. So yeah, defo, check it I'll, out. I'll have to check it out. Fo show, fo show. Good favorite uh, thing. So what about you? What's your favorite thing this week? So my favorite thing this week is a <laughs> Hulu original. <laughs> Get out of fucking here. Get shit. Fucking okay. I, turn off top, your mark. Top 10 things I didn't watch on Hulu because <laughs> bitch don't got fucking. I'm not going to pay $8 a month to watch shit on Hulu with advertising. Fuck you. I'm going to find a they better way to get that shit. On, no, they don't put advertisements on Hulu so, if you pay for Hulu. Here's they? the thing. They do. They have two tiers. They have like an $8 a month tier that includes advertisements. And then they have a $12 a month tier without advertisements. How shit. fucked up is that? That's weird. 
Isn't that fucked up? Well, it's owned by the cable companies, so of course that's it's like owned by a Comcast NBC Universal or something. It's something horrible. Regardless, um, I don't know if you are familiar with Margaret Atwood at all. She is a a kind of dystopian sci-fi writer from Canada. Yes. Um, she's written a lot of really interesting books. Um, I haven't read any of them, but my sure. roommate has because I don't know how to read. Um, but they made a a TV series out of um, one of her novels called The Handmaid's Tale. I've heard um, of this. And it, uh, the first three episodes came out on Hulu. I think it was either yesterday or today. And I watched the first two. Um, and it is fucking good. Y'all, my roommate um, actually read the novel The Handmaid's Tale in high school. I never did because I think she was in like a different English class than me. I was in I was in like a crime literature class and she was like in a sci fi class. Um, So it's a it's a dystopian fiction novel. This came out in like 1985 um, and it's about um, like near future New England and it's um, it's this weird like theocracy in which there's this plague in America that causes women to um, like most women in America cannot get pregnant anymore. Um, or like, it's like the, the chance of having a healthy baby um, is one in five. And that's after you can even like conceive a child. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's taken over by this like Christian cult in which um, they like kidnap these, the women they find that are fertile and they are used as quote handmaids for wealthy like government officials um, and their barren wives who can't have children, they are the people that the the government officials and higher ups have to have, or they don't have to, but they essentially rape these girls um, in order to conceive children um, for their you know wealthy families or whatever. So these hand these handmaidens are um, like basically like breed stock for these higher ups. And it's very, very horrifying, but it's really, really interesting because it's um, the this like Christian cult is very like pilgrimage, very like old school, whatever. And so they have like bonnets and they have to like they they dress very like proper and Puritan style. But this takes place in like 19 in like modern day America um, in like an alternate universe. So like the the language is normal so like when these girls like trust each other they're like you know throwing around swear words and they're talking about their past and stuff um but when they're around like the the people that own them or whatever and their their house they have to talk all like pure and like 1776 like it's Mm. it's very it's very weird it's it's very like feminist which i really enjoy it's about like women's rights and you know how like the shit that's happening in this crazy dystopian um fiction universe and it's really really well done um there's some really great acting in it the cinematography is super beautiful and it is fucked up it is absolutely fucked but i like as as soon as i'm done recording i'm gonna watch the third episode hulu's doing this thing where like they release the first three episodes and then i think they're gonna release an episode every week they're doing some weird strategy i don't know what it is but the first three episodes are out now on hulu there's like a free trial but like girl you're on the internet you know where to get this shit so you don't have to pay fucking 12 dollars. i'm not saying you should i'm just saying that google's your friend i can't endorse this i don't endorse this uh, you, jo- Joe, is a, a law-abiding citizen. I'm a law-abiding does, citizen, mm-hmm, and wants this podcast to be sponsored by Hulu. So. No, 
<laughs> I've been there, done that. So, ooh, girl, mm, <laughs> the memories. You know that reminds me. There's so many dystopian like things where the women are used as basically breeding, yeah. and it reminds me. I saw um, Mad Max Fury Road finally this week. Have you oh, ever really? seen I it? I still haven't. I haven't seen. Oh well, the main plot of it is they're trying to rescue these women who are being used for to make as like the kings. Like concubine, well, not really concubines, because they're he's trying to have kids with them for the like, yeah. continue, like have a male heir or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's very his interesting. Wombs. His wombs. Yeah, it's weird. It's yeah. It was a really good movie though. Really love it. Really. Isn't really Charlize Theron in it? Yeah, she's like the main character. Like Max had like five lines the entire movie. She is literally the main character of the movie. God bless. Yeah, it's really good. I'll have um, to watch it. I know like everyone's seen it. But I well, I need to check out. I want to read *Handmaid's Tale*. I think yeah, I'll after read watching, it. After watching the first two episodes, I feel like after I'm done with the series, I definitely want to read it. Well, she has like um, Margaret Atwood has another book that is like really, really popular. I can't. Oh, it's it's like the blind something. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to hold on. I'll look it up because I know people are yelling at me in the podcast right now. I don't know if uh, I've ever read any of her books. Like I, I, I have known either. of her, but I just don't. Margaret Isn't it called the, it's called like the blind assassin or something. The blind assassin. That's what I'm. And I, I know I'm people that getting. have read that, and they said it was really, really good. Interesting. So. I need some good books. I'm looking. I've been looking for like fiction because I've been reading, mm-hmm. um, uh, like a collection of like vintage short fiction stories. Ooh, are they I, good? Like, they're they're good. It's just I don't know. You need something more. I want, I want like a full book. These are like yeah. short stories and I'm like, I'm ready. Well, I mean, if you're into like weird dystopian futures, maybe Margaret Atwood would be down your alley. Maybe so. I'll check it out. I've heard this book. I've heard Handmaiden's Tale is flying off shelves. Yeah. That's what I hear. The rumor on the street. The, the rumors are trumors. Well, there you have it. There you go. Good favorite things. Good favorite uh, things. Check out all of this media we're promoting. So much media. So much media. All right, um, uh, now we have an email and a text. Yes, queen. Which one you want first? Oh, I don't care. Uh, let's do this text. It's from Wisconsin. Not sure who it's from, but it says, how much would it cost to get you to eat a box of cheese nips? They said, yes, nips in one sitting. So I guess they must be a regular listener and they know that cheese nips are disgusting. They're the absolute devil. They're worse. They're the worst Cheez-its thing ever. Cheese nips get the fuck out. I rather eat off-brand. I rather eat like store-brand Cheez-Its than cheese Ooh. than brand-name cheese nips. Ooh, girl! I didn't even know cheese nips were like still a thing. Yeah, are they still a thing? Like, are they still on the shelf? Yeah, they gotta be. I'm pretty sure. I think I would hear about it if they went out of business. Surely, I've got a Google Alert set up for this situation. Oh, surely you have. You have. You know, ears. You They're have just eyes like, and ears out there making sure. I don't know what it is about cheese nips. They're just like, it's like sweeter. I don't exactly know what the situation is. I, I know. Can't. I think I know the last time I ate cheese nips. And it was, um, there was like, oh God, I was younger. I was pretty young, probably like eight or nine. And it was a like Nickelodeon cat dog. Remember that show? Cat dog, cat dog. themed um, mm-hmm. cheese nips. And my mom bought them for me. And oh my I, god! Yeah, I, I, that's that's the only thing I remember about cheese nips is that they had like a cat dog one you at some had them point. Since? I don't think I've had them since. Thank God. 
They, I definitely, I don't know if it's I, that I don't see them because I, I'm not looking for them, but I always see Cheez-Its at the store. So I don't know yeah. if I'm just, if I just don't look for Cheez-Its. You don't anymore. have to, you don't have to steep to that level. You know what though? Every like five years when the moon is just right and like mm-hmm. Aquarius is like in waning, I have no idea what that means. I will and get like. Mercury's in retrograde. Exactly. I'll get like this craving for like two cheese nips. <gasps> yeah oh my god it's like my it's like my i'll buy like one of the mini packages of it i'll eat two of them and then i'll throw the rest on the ground in front of a homeless person you know mm-hmm. and it's like you, you just... eat this they probably don't even want it <laughs> and then they kick it into the street no, yeah they're awful. like i'm not gonna eat this these ain't cheese it's what the fuck's this uh but yeah i haven't had that in a long time that temptation in a long time well, I mean, but. we all, I mean, God made us sinners, so obviously you were born to sin, so. I would eat a box for $10. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'd eat a box for like $3. Yeah, I'm. I, I'd eat a box for free, maybe, if I didn't have anything else to eat. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I know. hate them, but, if, but yeah, I, I eat most things I hate anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. Joe hates basically everything I'm, ever, so of course he's going to probably eat it. I had Popeye's today. What'd you get? What was your order? I got chicken tenders, mac and cheese, Ugh. mashed potatoes, and a biscuit. Oh, my Their God. Their chicken tenders are gross. Like, I'm just going to put it out there. I get them every <gasps> time. They're disgusting. They have no flavor. Yeah, that's true. They, it's nothing other than the dipping sauce. It literally yeah. just tastes like salt. I got the Mardi Gras mustard. Ooh, is was it good? It's good. It's, like, kind of spicy and tangy. What do you usually get besides the chicken tenders at Popeye's? Is Like, what else do you get that's, like, better? Like the regular chicken, like chicken, the chicken on the that's bone. on the bone. Yeah, like I don't I know why. Had it. I'm just too lazy, and I never know what to do with the chicken bones. I know you just throw them away, but I'm like, yeah. And I never, I don't know. Sometimes I get confused about which parts I'm supposed to eat. Oh my god, your life is so difficult. I'm that? so sorry. No, Joe. <laughs> I fucking don't. I know what a bone is. I know what meat is. You stupid bitch. I just get really confused. It's hard. It's I don't know. I just like I just can't process it. It's just way too hard. I don't want to be thinking while I'm eating. Okay. It's hard for me. It's really it. hard. Uh, but their biscuits though, they're like salt licks. But I love them. They're so good. They're so. Oh, good. They're so they don't good. have regular honey mustard there. You have to get like Mardi Gras mustard or like spicy honey Dijon something or something. I feel like that's illegal. I know. I'm like, what? How can you serve chicken and not serve honey mustard? Like, what are mm. what kind of business are you running? Their mac and cheese is also disgusting, but I eat it. Anyway. Oh yeah, no, it's straight from the Velveeta box, but it's I eat like, it anyway. Well, it's like jelly, like exactly. not like not like J E L O Y, like G E L like hyphen Y, like it yeah. like has gel in it of some yeah. sort. And it's not good. It's not good. I mean, it's it's disgusting, but I oh, enjoy I ate it. it. I ate a whole thing of it today. Oh yeah, sure. totally. Yeah, totally. I'll, just like I'd eat those cheese nips, ten dollars. Yeah, ship exactly. it to me. Mm-hmm. PayPal it. PayPal it. I'll get a, I'll get the video out asap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I won't. Mm-hmm. Don't send me any cheese nips. No, please God, no. Thank you for the Oof. question, though. Have fun living in Wisconsin. Yeah, oh my God, cheese capital of whatever. No wonder oh, why you're yeah. asking about cheese nips. That's true. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin. I'm gonna get mm-hmm. up there someday. One day. One day. Maybe I'll your, get up your, there. your corpse will make it. I'm gonna get up there. Um, okay, now we've got an email from Justin. It says, "Hey Sam and Joe, this is Justin from Virginia again with another question. I've been listening to pretty much nothing but your music lately, especially Too Young, now available on iTunes and Amazon. And I was wondering oh what both of your families." 
thought of your music? And if any of them have a favorite song also, have you guys been working on any music recently? Because the need is real. Anyway, love you guys on the podcast so much. And I look forward to possibly hearing back from you guys. P.S. Sam, where's the rice cooker update? Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much thank for you, being our one fan who listens to our music still. I really appreciate <laughs> it. We need all the support we can get. Um, what? So what does your family think of the music that we made in the past? I don't think they've they listened any... to it since. I don't think they really know about Candy Coated. I don't think they've heard any of that. I think yeah, I don't think mine does either. They've definitely. My dad listens to Young and Free Part 1. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's listened to anything. I don't think he's heard New Queen Bee. Or, you know, any of the, like, rap yeah. stuff. Um, I know he likes it. He enjoys the writing of it. He likes your production, Sam. Oh, my God. Thank you. I have, I have two fans, Justin uh-huh. and Joe's dad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's... The, they like it. I, they used to watch my videos, like, when I was younger. Well, I don't even know if they watched them, like, religiously. But I, they're not really a part of my online stuff anymore. Which is probably for the best. Oh, yeah, totally. I think they would hate the gaming videos. Like, it's mm-hmm. just not their thing. Yeah, which so, is fine. They they like that old stuff. My dad uh, really likes, um, what's the song? with You and Me. Oh, yeah, You and Me. You and Me. He likes that oh, one from one. Young and Free Part 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Young and Free Part 1 came out seven years ago. Holy shit. 2010, bitch. Oh, wow. Isn't that weird? Rest in peace. Ugh, R.I.P. Girl, Rest still in, in a warehouse somewhere in Missoula. What about you? Gathering what are your parents? Dust. What's your parents think? My parents loved the music that we that we've made so far. They don't listen to it constantly. That I when I made a new track or was working on something, I would always play it for them and get their feedback because um, I I enjoy involving them in the musically creative process or whatever. Um, they really enjoyed Young and Free Part One. I don't know if they have a favorite song. I'd have to check with them. I mean, we haven't made music in a long time. I don't think they know anything about Candy Coated. Um, I think I probably played it for them when we first released it like a year or two, a year ago, two years ago. It has been two years. Yeah, it's probably two years ago. Um, and I know they enjoyed it. It's just that like they're too busy listening to like the Eagles or whatever the fuck they listen oh, to. Oh, sure, sure. Um, they Second don't, they don't have time for those electro pop jams, y'all. Sure. But I they mean, do enjoy it. that's going to be us in like 10 years. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, dad's listening to Hillary Duff again. <laughs> God. I'll be the only one. Yeah, literally. God. Hillary Duff's going to have like a, a comeback tour and it's just going to be like her in a Starbucks. I'm going like, to follow the tour bus and go to every <laughs> single, like how people follow like Kiss. Yeah, I'm gonna be a Hillary Duff. You're, you're gonna like hitch a wagon to the back of the tour bus and just sit in it with like, some goggles on. God, I'm ready. I'm ready uh, for the day. I hope no one's calling me dad, though. Please, oof. please. I mean, who knows? Maybe you'll be a dad mm. to like two wonderful cats. Oh yes. See, Fussy. there you go. Fussy. Fussy crinkles and crackles. Oh, so cute. There are the two cats outside my fellow's apartment that when he's at work and I'm there during the day, I like watch him and I'll like text him pictures of him. Mm-hmm. Crinkles and, and crackles. I, I'm, yeah, I've named him Crinkles and Crackles. Are they like strays or do they belong to someone in the complex? Well, I'm not sure. I've seen them go in and out of a window before, but I don't know mm-hmm. if they actually lived at that place. They might have just crawled on the window. Uh, just like they hanging like, out there. They sit on this like abandoned house's porch. So mm-hmm. I don't 
They might just be where they hang out during the day. They they very well may be. They look well fed, so I don't think they're strays actually. So and they don't have like fleas or anything that you no, can tell. No, they look very clean and. Nice. Well, maybe they belong to someone. I want them to belong to me. I'm gonna try to get them to come into the with a window. Gonna trap them. Gonna trap them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crinkles and crackles. Shout out. Shout out to crinkles and crackles. Shout when it out. comes to new to new music, though, no plans. Sorry. No. Maybe just, yeah. maybe I'll shit something out. But like that's the thing that I've kind of like realized is people go in and out of making music. And, like, I, I think I'm kind of in this out phase right now where I just got to regenerate for, like, maybe a couple years. Who knows when I'll come back? Who knows? I'm just, I'm I'm begging Joe to, like, find a new producer so we can <laughs> put well, new music Well, I think I'm going to do, like, so I think I'm going to put out some ukulele stuff in the meantime. That's always super fun, some yeah. acoustic stuff. Just whenever, I, I don't know when I'll have time or whatever, but one of these days. Well, you're, you're busy doing the gaming channel, and I'm busy trying to do podcasts and, like, get internships in L.A. and stuff. We're just kind of busy with other stuff. Just busy. But when we do come out with new music or we, we have the hankering to get back into it, we will let you the fuck know. But in the meantime, totes, totes. look up our catalog, Joseph Birdsong, and Candy Coated on iTunes and Google Play and everywhere else where you can find music on online. So there There's you go. some good shit out there, for sure. There's some good shit, honey. Good shit. There's some good, good shit. shit. I still listen to our music. I listen to New Queen Bee. I listen to uh, Digital Dream. And mm-hmm. uh, um, to, I listen to Too Young a lot. Too Young's such a good song. Yeah. Um, uh, so good. Yeah. I am very proud of the music that we've made. Me too. I'm very proud Agreed. of it. Well, well, thank you, Justin. And thank you to uh, our other question from Wisconsin. We always need more questions, desperately. We really do. Yes. Please, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, as always. Um, so definitely, uh, we'll tell you at the end how to send us a voicemail or an email or a text or whatever, however you want to get Y'all know how it works. Contact with us, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Also, the patrons will be getting a little bonus 10 or 15-minute episode uh, this week, probably up on the weekend. Sam, right? Yes. Perfect. Yes, yes. Uh, otherwise, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Yep. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Allison B. Julian S. Ben B. Eric H. Joshua L. Jazza. Kevin V. Kathleen E. Megan C. Kylon C. Vincent L. Pablo F. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show! Show.